Welcome to the Revo Podcast. Revo Church is one church in two locations with a vision to spark a revolution of life change through Jesus. We hope to accomplish this through our core values of love big, serve hard, live bold, grow deep, and move forward. For more information about our service times and locations, please visit our website at discoverrevo.com. In, inside those bags are approximately 13 and a half minutes worth of silence that we have just purchased for your children. So I'm going to make this really quick, man. So I got two kids and I know what it feels like. We are approaching the witching hour in which they just lose it. So if your kid loses it, we are not judging you. We feel, so we feel your pain. We feel sorry for you and we feel that, that with you. Uh, my name's Nathan. I'm one of the pastors here. If your kid hasn't found you, we don't want to keep them. So raise your hand. Got it? Okay. We're not trying to do that today. Um, Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us on Christmas Eve. You could have been a lot of other places, uh, but you chose to to be here with us. We are, listen to this, seven hours, less than seven hours away from December 25th, Christmas Day. I'm fired up about it, but, but did you know this? Did you know that millions of people across the world right now are getting ready to miss it? There are people in this room that, that are getting ready to miss it. Like, is that even possible? Doesn't that sound weird? Like, what do you mean miss Christmas? Because like, we've been on a Christmas countdown since Halloween, right? I mean, we didn't even finish eating all the candy from Halloween. When November 1st hit, we were in Christmas mode. We've been counting down. We've got presents all at our house. Your house may be decorated with lights and inflatables and, and all that kind of stuff. You've been looking at uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas on TV and all the, all the specials, the advertisements, the, the mass chaos around Haynes Mall Boulevard that's been going on for the past few weeks. Like, what do you mean we're going to miss Christmas? What do you mean millions of people across the world are, are going to miss Christmas? We've had our office parties. We've had everything associated with it. Hey, I'm here right now, aren't I? Obviously, I know Christmas is coming up. This is the Christmas Eve service, and I showed up at the right time, at the right place. What do you mean we're going to miss Christmas? Have you ever thought about that there's people that miss Christmas every year? Over 2,000 years ago was the first Christmas Jesus was born. And believe it or not, there were people that missed the very first Christmas. There were people that were at the first Christmas that even missed the first Christmas. It's actually pretty easy to do. People have been missing Christmas ever since Jesus' birth. So I want to share with you just really quick, I want to share with you three people that missed the very first Christmas, despite them being right there for the very first Christmas. They missed it, and there are people in this room that will miss Christmas for the exact same reasons as were missed in the original story. The first person that missed uh, Christmas in the Christmas story was the innkeeper. The hotel owner missed Christmas. You guys probably know the story. Mary and Joseph were on their way to Bethlehem. Mary was very pregnant. Uh, Jesus was due, this baby boy due any time now. They roll up into Bethlehem and they're trying to find a place to stay. They knock on the door. The no vacancy sign is on. The innkeeper comes to the door, said, I'm sorry, there's no room in the hotel, motel, or holiday inn for you to stay. And so they're going to have to end up going outside in the back of the parking lot. There's this shed like where they store the lawnmowers and stuff. That's the only place where Mary and Joseph could actually find a place 
to, to have a covering over their head. And this is what, this is what Luke chapter 2, verse 7 says. It says, And she gave birth, Mary, to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him down in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. The innkeeper totally missed Christmas because he was so busy and had no room for Jesus. Are you so busy this holiday season that you have totally forgotten about Jesus? Is your life so overcrowded right now that here we are just hours away from this little baby's birthday and right now maybe the first time that we've taken a moment to, to catch our breath and to clear our mind and say, oh yeah, wait, all of this is about him. This innkeeper was so busy and had such an overcrowded life that the savior of the world came knocking on his front door and he had to turn away to take care of everyone else that was already in his hotel. He missed it. Is it possible that over the last few weeks we've been so busy that we've overcrowded our lives with family and friends and gifts and party and presents and trees and lights and inflatables and singing songs and being busy that we've totally missed Jesus. Have you missed the blessing that is Jesus? Think about what the innkeeper missed. Can you imagine what kind of marketing plan it would have been if the savior of the world was born in your hotel? You know how long you could ride that? Like, like, do you know how many Christmas Eve specials you could run in your hotel if the very Son of God, Savior of the world, had been born in one of your rooms? You get up there and say, man, come on, in room 421, 2015 years ago, the Son of God spent his very first night on earth in my hotel. That's huge, man. He could, could have run a Christmas Eve special with, with every room rental. We will throw in a person that will come to your door dressed in angel's outfit and sing you a lullaby. And we are even going to throw in free swaddling clothes for everyone in your room. Thanks for stopping by. What a blessing he missed. He was so busy thinking about so many other things that the very savior of the world came knocking on his door and he says, I can't handle you right now. I've got a lot of other things going on. I, I can't help you. I can't do anything for you. I'm sorry. There's no room for you here. I've got so many things that, was going, that were going on in my life. The innkeeper was so busy and so overcrowded that he totally missed Christmas. I hope today your life and your home is not so busy and overcrowded that you're gonna miss the real reason for the season like the innkeeper did. The second person that missed Christmas was King Herod. Uh, King Herod was so afraid and so filled with fear that he ended up missing Christmas. Now, let me, let me give you a King Herod. King Herod was the current king, okay? So you can imagine what happened when all of a sudden the current king gets news that a new king is being born. New king, what's that supposed to mean? Like, no, no, I'm the king, and I get to decide who the next king is going to be. What do you mean, new king? You can imagine he was a little bit uptight, a little bit fearful, a little bit, who is this? Am I going to be able to defeat him? What's, what's going on here? And, and in Matthew 2, chapter, or chapter 2, verse 3, we, we read this, uh, what King Herod said. It says, when Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. See, Herod was a paranoid type of guy. 
Herod wanted to do everything he could to make sure that he did not lose his kingdom. Let me show you how paranoid he was. Herod killed his own wife because he was scared that she was trying to become king. Herod killed his mother-in-law, which we could maybe let that slide in some cases, but it's still wrong, okay? <laughs> Just kidding, my wife's here. Ha, <laughs> should have thought that through. He killed his brother-in-law, and right before he died, he killed all of his sons and daughters. He was so paranoid that someone was behind his back getting ready to betray him, getting ready to take the kingdom from him. And here's what happens. When he heard that a new king was showing up, he says, this is going to turn my life upside down. There are so many people that hear the story of the Savior of the world coming to earth, that God would, would come to earth in fleshly form, to live a perfect life as a man. And you know what happens? They say, wait, wait, wait. If God comes down to earth, then that means I'm not God. And I like being God of my life. I like making the, all the decisions. I like doing anything that I want to do. And so I don't want another God to show up because that means I'm not going to be God. And if I'm not going to be God, then that means I'm not going to have any freedom. I'm not going to have any fun. King Herod was convinced that if Jesus the king showed up, that he would lose everything that he had. And so many people miss out on the blessing of Christmas. They don't, even want to, they don't even want to say Merry Christmas. They don't even want to acknowledge what the holiday is all about because they're fearful that their God in their life is getting ready to be toppled over by Jesus. That if you actually listened to what Jesus had to offer and what Jesus did for you and I, that he gave his life up for us and died after living a perfect life to cover for our sins, that if we would just believe in him, that we would have eternal life. But here's the, here's the hard part. That means whatever God we have in our life right now gets taken down and replaced by Jesus. And some people are so fearful of losing their God. They're so fearful of having to submit to anything else other than what they want that they're willing to totally block Christmas. They'll miss the entire meaning of what this holiday is about. It's exactly what King Herod did. They fear God because they want to be God in their life, and so they would rather just ignore Christmas altogether. Please don't miss it. Please don't miss the promise that Jesus comes to offer you and I. The third reason, uh, third people that missed Christmas in this story were the religious people. The religious people missed Christmas because they were so familiar with the story of Jesus. Does that sound familiar to some people in here? I would be willing to guess that everyone in this room has already heard this story before. There are no surprises. Like, you didn't come in here and say, wait, we're singing Christmas carols? That's weird. <laughs> I never expected that. There's going to be a guy that stands up and tells a story about a little baby named Jesus? Huh. I wouldn't have pegged that as a Christmas Eve service. No, everybody knew that already. These religious people in this story knew that already. And so sometimes if we're not careful, we can miss Jesus because we've heard of Jesus so much. A little baby comes down to earth and is born, the son of God. Yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've heard that story before. Actually, I heard it last Christmas and the Christmas before and the Christmas before and, and like every Christmas I've been alive. No, but listen, he, he came in a virgin birth, Mary and Joseph in no room in the end and, and angels and shepherds and wise men. Yep, kind of old story. I've heard it before. Heard a lot of sermons preached about it. In fact, most of them were better than the one I'm hearing now, but uh, we won't talk about that. Uh, it's just no big deal, right? L listen to what the religious people said in, in Matthew 2, 4 and 5. 
Uh, and assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, Herod inquired of them, these religious people, where the Christ was to be born, and they told him, in Bethlehem in Judea. Herod comes up to the religious people and says, where is Jesus, the Son of God, the Savior of the world, getting ready to be born? And here's what the religious people did. They're sitting in Jerusalem. They say, hey, if you go down that road five miles, you'll run into Bethlehem. He's supposed to be born there tonight. You better hurry up. They had heard the story so many times. They had read an Old Testament, so many stories of when Jesus was going to come. When the day actually came, for them it was ho-hum. I've heard this before. It's no big deal. Maybe I'll catch him in a week or two. It's no, it's no reason to, to like change your schedule over. It's no reason to, it's, it's, don't, just don't make a big fuss about it. Like we've heard this Jesus thing so many times. It's, it's nothing really. Just, just go on with your life. Just open the presence. Just, just eat the food. Just be with your family. Don't worry about it. Just, just do your own thing. And we become so familiar with the Christmas story, so familiar with Jesus that we work Jesus totally out of it. These religious people were only five miles away from the Son of God being born on earth, and they wouldn't even walk five miles up the road to see it. The wise men left without him, and the religious people stayed in Jerusalem and said, it's just not that big of a deal. Are we so engrossed and familiar with the Christmas story that we are about six and a half hours away from celebrating the birth of Jesus, and it's no big deal to us? Do we sing songs about a virgin birth and about a savior of the world being born on a, on a starry night? And do we just sing those just ho-hum, who cares, no big deal, it's just Jesus? That's a great way to miss Christmas. Just like these religious people did in Matthew 2. You might have walked in here and said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to sing some songs. We're going to pray a prayer. We're going to have a kid's little story time. A guy's going to get up and preach. We're going to probably sing another song. We're going to go out here and enjoy cookies and hot chocolate and all that kind of stuff. And then I'm going to go home and we're going we're to do our regular thing. Some of you may not even want to be here right now. Did you know there's a college football game on right now? A bowl game. All right. Whoa, man. Who, who wants to be at home watching the bowl game drinking eggnog right now? That was the religious people. They said, don't worry about it. I'll just live my life and do what I want to do. And Jesus can take a back seat. Don't worry about it. I know what happens. I know the story. I'm familiar with it. Please don't be so religious that you miss Jesus. Please don't be so enthralled in the story and, and the wrappings and the, the giftings around it that you totally miss the reason. I hope Jesus hasn't gotten boring for you. I hope the fact that the Son of God came to earth to live a perfect life, to die for your sins, so that you and I can have salvation. I hope that hasn't gotten old for you yet. I hope that as you celebrate tonight with your family, as you wake up tomorrow morning on a, on a really happy, wild, crazy holiday, I hope you won't forget what this is all about. I hope you don't miss Christmas. I hope that you'll spend some time with your family tonight. That's why I love this service. It's a time where everybody, just for a few minutes, can hit the pause button and, and take a deep breath and remember what this is all about. That you can spend some time with family and friends and refocus your mind so that you don't miss Jesus.